To defeat my enemy, I extinguish his life and consume him as I consume these flames. <laughs> you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. <laughs> English, motherfucker, do you speak it? I thought you said he was a getaway driver. What the fuck can he get away from, eh? I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. Forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago. That's how you get the ball. I heard you paint houses. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Brackets and B-Rolls. Uh, this show, you know, still haven't really figured out how to how the hell to introduce this thing because uh, it's it's the under review side. Um, I'm sure there's a sports reference, a sports joke in there somewhere, but um, I guess I'm too dumb to know it. Uh, but you know me, you know who it is, your boy, Fly Guy Ty. As always, and I'm here with my, uh, with me as always, my boy, my guy. Go ahead, tell the folks who you are, bro. What's up, guys? This is Cyrus Tooks the Fourth, better known as Quattro. You know, I don't know if anyone really, I don't know if like you're necessarily better known as Quattro. Um, I, t- I mean, allegedly, you claim people call you Quattro. I still have never witnessed it. Pe- but People do. I I mean, hey, that's why I said allegedly. I'm not going to just call you a liar. I'm just going to say allegedly. I go, I, go, I, go by not, I go by a lot of names. Quattro, Big Guy Sai, The Conqueror. Go okay. by a lot of names. Hey, all right. Just a little, little teaser what we got going on later on in today's episode. But... Y'all know what the deal is. Go ahead and, uh, as always, leave us those five-star ratings and reviews on the Apple Podcast app. They help us get organic exposure, help people find our show, and uh, helps just people uh, know what the hell we're doing, I guess. Um, I we, we will read them on, this, on the show. In fact, I will read the one that we've gotten because uh, it was a pretty funny one uh, looking back at it, but... Uh, Let's go ahead and get that one. I'll read that one for y'all right now. Uh, Drummer Boy 21. This is the best show I've ever seen. Yes, seen. You won't be disappointed. So uh, you heard it here, folks, guys. Five stars. Love this show. Um, hey, you you can see this show. If you've heard it, you can see it. You know, you already know what the hell he talk about. We. I don't. I don't respect. I don't respect his review at all. <laughs> Damn. Well. Uh, I guess that's kind of. I guess that's because we know who wrote that one. But don't let Quattro deter you guys. I will respect any and all. Now the reviews rest of y'all received. should definitely review. Nah, that review in particular. No, <laughs> I don't like that. Don't any like that. and all reviews that are five stars or just positive, um, you know, really appreciate that. In fact, if you want to leave us a five star review but talk only poor, only say bad things, just go for it. I don't care. <laughs> As long as, be, as long as he be, gave us five stars, cool. he said, <laughs> five stars, this show sucks. Hey, I'm fine. He gave us five stars. That's going up. Hey, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How you been, bro? Can't complain, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, not, too, not too shabby, man. Not too shabby. Feeling real good. Uh, got a season finale of a show that was pretty, pretty solid. Pretty, uh, pretty happy with it. Got to see a movie that I oh, thought I'd never see. Totally. 
Um, totally, totally. Finally, I can finally say that I will happily never ever see a Black Widow trailer again. And if I do, it'll be be too soon. Um, Bro, Ty. What's up, bro? Movie of the Year comes out tomorrow as we're recording this. I've really Space Jam. I'm going to Space Jam. I. Bro, don't act like you're not ready, bro. It's about to be the movie of the year, bro. It's about to be. It's gonna be better than Judas and the Black Messiah. It's gonna be better than than In the Heights. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be. It's gonna. I think cinema is gonna take a new turn tomorrow with the release of this movie. LeBron James is gonna offer one of his the best performances ever by an actor at slash athlete. Zendaya is gonna win. The best supporting actress, not like this movie, will be one of the greatest things of all time. I think, like honestly, if we look at the best films of all time, Citizen Kane, you know, The Godfather, Space Jam, gonna be right up there with him. And Space Jam will be one of the greatest franchises of all time. Fuck the MCU, Space Jam. <laughs> Space Jam, one of the greatest franchises with two movies. One of the greatest franchises. Hey. Uh, Perfection. It's going to work. I will say, the first one, not very good. So, I will just I'll just throw that out there. I don't know the last time you saw it, but um, not great. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it is not great. <laughs> Michael Jordan was just reading his lines and, like, just, that's it. <laughs> no acting, just, just reading his lines. A throwback to when... You remember when... uh to, Before Toy Story 4 came out. This is a real throwback. This was like in 2018, I think. I think it was Tom Hanks came out and was talking about the movie and said that it was going to reinvent cinema. And then a lot of people were like, what the hell does that mean? And people were like, is it going to be like yeah. interactive or something? Like, what is he talking about? Like, I was looking yeah, back on that movie. That was really gassing up for it. <laughs> <laughs> looking back on that movie, it's like, wait, what the... What was, what was he talking about? And like, it was really... I, mean, I really enjoyed to- it. You kind of have to when you had no business making it in the first place. But hey, I mean, you know. yeah, true, fair enough. I just was like, what the, what does that even mean, Tom? Like, what do you like for me? You... For me, four didn't happen. Three is three is the ending of Toy Story. <laughs> oh, I mean, narratively, I like three as an ending more. But like, I do really enjoy Absolutely. four. So I, Man, I'm not gonna. Fuck four. Damn. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, let's go ahead and hop fuck into Buzz. Fuck Woody. <laughs> fuck Jesse. Oh my gosh, all right. Fuck Rex. Oh my god, all right. Well, you know what? Before we get into any more blasphemous territory concerning the Toy Story franchise, let's go ahead and hop into one of my personal favorite segments. What have we been into, bro? What have you been into? Anything you've been watching, reading, listening to? Go ahead and let me know. Let the people know as well. Hmm. I restarted it uh, watching, which I really had no business watching the show, but like I saw it, I was like, bro, loved this show as a kid. I'm going to rewatch it. Amongst the other things I really told, I told myself I was going to start, but restart, I'm starting to rewatch sparingly uh, Full House, one of my favorite six of all time. The shit that you decide to rewatch sometimes is just like, bro, like, I mean. Bro, did I you can- watch Full House? Yes, I love. I feel Full like House. you're about to go on some blasphemy. I, no, Full House was dope. Issue? I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to decide to like randomly just. Personally, I don't typically go back and rewatch sitcoms just because, like, I just don't really feel the need to. Like, I might, I'd be a lot more likely to, um, you know, check on, like, 
watch an episode or go like what this actually ties into something that i've always wanted to see i feel like streaming services netflix kind of did this but like i want an even better version you should have a shuffle option the way you have on music apps like if you go to an artist Mm. you can shuffle a you can shuffle their art like their entire discography that you have in your library i feel like shows like say on netflix if i want to go watch um uh back when the office was on there if I want to watch, and I don't, I don't have a specific episode in mind that I want to watch, I should be able to go to the office, click shuffle, and then a random episode, like episode like four from season five pops up, and then it just kind of goes mm. in any kind of order. So with that said, well, you no, know what? I'm not going to be... They, they might have something like that. I mean, like Netflix, and like I know Netflix for sure. I don't know about the other apps, but Netflix has tons of shortcut commands that do all types of different shit. So there could be something like that. You just kind of have to look for it. Finding a TikTok somewhere. Yeah, I. Uh, hey, we'll we'll see. There probably is, but I just would love to see if that was something that was more readily available. But uh, to, to to that end, no, there's not necessarily anything wrong with watching Full House again. It's just like that's not something that when there's so many other things that I know I've never seen. I know you haven't seen. It's just like I don't yeah. know that rewatching a sitcom um, is like, necessarily it is, the best use of time per se. But I will it's say it's more of like a background rewatch. Like I'm rewatching, like I'm watching, rewatching the Heat show. But it's not like every waking moment of the day I'm watch, like I'm, if I'm like eating dinner or something, I'll throw it on, or like doing homework, I'll throw it on, or like at work, I'll throw it on. But um, I haven't started my other show yet because I'm still finishing up a couple things. But uh, yeah, so that um, it was a pretty slow week for me, low key, since the last time we spoke. Um, like I, we watched, I watched Black Widow, of course, finished Loki up. Um, still making my way through Bad Batch. Everybody that's following that, uh, following that weekly, that's still still really good. Uh, High School Musical, the musical series, uh, should be finishing up here soon in the next few weeks. Um, which I, I had this conversation. I think this is gonna be my last thing. I think that's pretty much all I was I've been into. Uh, yeah, that's all, all I've been into. But yeah, on on High School Musical, the musical series, you know, it just. This is the I'm, I've gotten to oh, the point quick, where I'm at quick, the threshold. Quick time out, quick time out. I just want to uh, interject since you went on that uh, long diatribe about Space Jam and how it's going to be great in cinema. Uh, it's currently at a 38. Right, yeah, I saw the score. Oh. I saw the score. It's currently at a 38 percent with 74 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's not off to a great start, but uh, hey, you know, never say never. I guess it could end up turning around and becoming one of the highest rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes. Am I right? Uh, they called Thanos a madman. Then what happened? He so, erased half the universe? <laughs> right. Moving on. <laughs> hey, shoot or shoot. <laughs> so, <laughs> Please, finish, so, finish your thought about uh, uh, that dumbass So show. I've gotten to the threshold where, like, bottom line, straight, point blank period, I'm too old for the show. Like, it just is. I'm... <laughs> Way too, I'm way too old to be to being invested as much as I am. I'll be talking to the, to the TV like like the niggas can hear me. I'll be like I'll be like, bro, like why are you doing like high school? Like like high, in a lot of ways we were like that in high school, and in a lot of ways we weren't. And I was just like, bro, like this shit is. Ugh. Oh, last thing I was into. Um, I'm also making my way weekly through the um, the new iCarly spinoff, and uh, according to this last episode, episode seven. Uh, this show is just like annoying. Only had seven woke. episodes. It's on it's episode seven. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. It's sorry. weekly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's just it's annoyingly woke. Like it's just 
like there like there legit is a line right where the girls like they're at like a a sunshine bee uh, meeting you know like a like Girl Scouts basically and um, Freddie is like oh you girls want some lemonade I bet you guys are thirsty and the the head bee or whatever she's like oh we don't call we don't call them girls and he was like but they're the sunshine girls. And she was like, not if we win the class action lawsuit. And her next direct line is, okay, guys, let's get it going. I'm like, wait, but. I feel like that might, I mean, I haven't seen the show. I I'm feel like it could have been a joke too, it's but it did not seem like, it did not seem like, it seemed like it just was, I don't know. It, it felt it, real like, huh. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a interject there. iCarly's supposed to be a comedy. They, I can, picturing the scene. It sounds like that was 100% supposed to be a joke. It might not have just been sure executed no laugh that track. well. Well, I mean, I... Wait, so the show... Ha wait, hang on. Time out. The show has I a think, laugh track? I think the show has a... Yeah. You seven episodes in. You don't know if they have a fucking laugh track? But I think that... I. Mm. Wow. Mm. Do y'all hear this, bro? This I'm man look is I'm seven episodes in and does not know Google if they it. have I, a laugh track. I'm like track. 80% sure they do. I'm like 80% sure. What the hell? You've been. What do you mean oh you're idiot? You're supposed to be a hundred percent sure you didn't watching the shit. What are you talking about? Hey, 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 hey. yell this shit. Hey, calm it down. <laughs> hey, calm down. This motherfucker here, bro. This man. Give me a second. Does iCarly have a laugh track? The iCarly revival. Obviously, the OG iCarly did. Hmm. Yes, it has a laugh track. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll see. Honestly, now I can't even take your word for it that it wasn't a laugh track because up until now, you didn't even know if they had a laugh track. So there probably was one. You just didn't hear it. Hey, look, bro. Take take it with what you will. I, that that That's it. I just thought it was very poorly. If it was a joke, it was poorly constructed. <laughs> and if it was and if it was a writing issue, fire that writer. Oh my gosh. All right. You can't just you can't just discipline them. You can't put them on probation a little bit. They gotta get straight. They gotta get the axe immediately. They gotta go. Damn. All right. I don't have time for mistakes in my writer's room. Oh my gosh. You gotta go. Oh my, off, you gotta go. oh my god. All right. Well, uh what's Quentin Tarantino say? Because we love film. I don't know. You I think it's go. because we love making movies, but you know. Oh, yeah, I think that's what it is. I, I saw that little video. I think they were on set of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Either that or it was I think it was Django. I'm not sure. I think but it, it was, was Django. It was a cool little it was a cool little clip of him on like a little director's crane and like I think they just had a long day and they like needed to redo something. And I think the thing he makes all like his everyone on set say to like keep them motivated is like because we love making movies or some some stuff like that just to make sure that he must have done this a few times well i'm sure yes but I, I, the yeah, video I'm, i saw he, the video i saw he was standing on the ground yeah i'm, I'm sure it probably I, I might be having my video mixed up but point is i'm sure he does this on every film set he's on just, just because dumb, that's why well, all right, bro. You the one watching seven episodes of a show. Don't know if they have a motherfucking laugh track. But okay, okay it's the, let's 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 also be clear. It's not like I watched them start so seven episodes consecutively. They that doesn't out, mean that doesn't change once, the fact that you watch them. The you still, bro, it do change the thing. You better take that damn bass out of your voice. We talking to me. Anyway, I don't have time for this. Not, move, move on, move on, Ty. Move on. Move on. Okay. Now, as for what I was into. Um, 
I'm almost, I don't remember. Let me look at everything that I'm about to talk about because I'm almost certain that, uh, actually, no, because I watched the shit, I know what I watched does not have a fucking laugh track, okay? Uh, uh, anyway. Okay, cool. All right. Dave. Still doing that. All Dave right. season two was dope. Uh, not done yet. Uh, was it's it's over? Oh, that's what I was going to say. No, no, no. Nah, we only on episode, I think episode six just came out uh, last night. As You've been watching the shit, bro? You don't know what a certainty how many episodes are out? That's crazy. I mean, I know episode five came out last week, so episode six should have came out last night. So you don't know that. What the fuck? What the fuck came out? Episode seven? <laughs> they just skipped six? Oh, that's your number. I forgot. Um, <laughs> that's a throwback. If anybody don't know. <laughs> You set yourself up for that one. Anyway, <laughs> Dave, Dave is awesome. Dave is hilarious. Um, it is. I, I've actually. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and uh, one of the guys on there was talking about um, how he tried to watch it at first, but he wasn't really into how he felt that the show was trying to uh, get us as audience members to empathize with Dave, and. I, Getting this far in, it's like, oh no, that's definitely not what the show wants. Like the show is definitely you're supposed to not like him because he is an asshole. Like there's, he's done a lot of fucked up shit. Not even, not even necessarily because you love the other character so much. Exactly, and like it's, I want maybe fucked up shit is a bit extreme because it's not like he's he hasn't done anything like criminal or anything. Like he's not like an evil person, but he's he's a narcissist and he's done a lot of he's very selfish and it's very. very annoying sometimes just as a viewer it's like wow you're you really suck man and um it's nice see oh shit airplane flying by sorry y'all um what was i saying oh yeah dave uh great uh really enjoyable really cringy and i think that's really in a good way um it's i think if i don't know if fx like specializes in this kind of style of humor but it's very much like oh my like i'm getting secondhand embarrassment is a really good way to put it because a lot of the sequences and moments that people are in in these shows is like oh my god i just i want to cry for you because this is so embarrassing Um, like like background people or like actual characters besides dave uh, everyone, especially Dave, though. There's a moment in the first episode. Oh, okay. There's a moment in the first episode where, like, he does something, and it's just, like, an entire sequence of events, and it's just like, oh, my God. And then, like, all those events end up, like, coming to fruition all at the end of the episode, and it's like, oh, wow, like, this is, this is rough. <laughs> this is rough. Wow, I'm, I'm very, very, I'm in a lot of pain right now watching this. Um... But also, uh, not to spend too much time on that, Rick and Morty season five, they just had probably one of the most disgusting episodes they've ever had. Um, Bro, I, I saw it. Yeah. You, oh, you saw you saw it? Yeah, I, wa- I watched it with Talal. Mm, yeah. yeah. So it, is, uh, it is. Uh, it was. I mean, I still enjoyed the episode, but it was like, Brother wow. Andy. <laughs> I just. If you're not a Rick and Morty fan, do not like start with this episode. Um, but. Just so you have context, uh, there's a horse masturbator machine that Morty uses to masturbate, and uh, it gets mutated, and then the Earth is attacked by a bunch of sperm monsters. 
So, and then there's some horses, some some horse cannibals in there, and then there's a bit of an incest baby towards that. Yeah, a lot a lot of shit happening. <laughs> go look, go check it out if you haven't seen it already. Rick and Morty is a great show, <laughs> bro. It is. It, it's a really funny show. It's just like holy shit, like y'all are going for it. Uh, let me see what I'm I do. I watched start Rick and Morty, man. I gotta do it. Yeah, it's honestly, it's genuinely one of my like favorite shows. Just because it's so smart, and it's just one of my like, it's just really enjoyable. Um, but uh, it's I watched a very it. self aware cartoon from from the episodes that I've seen. It's very self aware. Exactly. It's, like exactly. It has a great has a great uh, commentary on like society as a whole. It reminds yeah, me yeah. a lot of Family Guy in that way. Uh, and I, I'm not a huge Family Guy fan, but I think it's a little bit better in Family Guy, and just that it's a bit, it's one, it's more creative, um, and two, it's a lot more. And I guess this is also just by virtue of like not being around as long, because Family Guy, mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, fault fa- shows like Family Guy, American Dad, The Simpsons, because it's just kind of there's no real, it's just at this like at some point there's just like a lot of just nothing really major happening. It's just kind of like yeah. stuff happening in each episode, whereas in Rick and Morty, that's not quite the case. And um, the characters are growing a little bit, and there are like arcs and stuff. Uh, Rick is by far one of the most uh, entertaining characters I've ever uh, watched, which is why I love the, sh- love the show so much, just because he's awesome. Uh, Although, yeah. like, it's crazy because um, Rick and Morty, the, the family dynamic... Is set up almost exactly the same as Family Guys is, except they focus a little bit more, and I think that's why it's a little more successful. It because like Rick and Morty is as if they handed the show off to more adventures with Brian and Stewie, and then let Peter, Meg, and the rest of the family be background characters. Uh, because those episodes are some of the best in the show, just the Brian and Stewie episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is kind of interesting because it definitely works uh, for Rick and Morty having. Rick and Morty be the, the center focus, and then you have the rest of the family kind of in the background. But I mean, they have their episodes, they have their their moments, but you know it, they're more so behind Rick and Morty in that sense. And it's also uh, just to piggyback off that, it's really fun that the show is as smart as it is because a lesser show might have just taken that premise of you know Rick Morty. This is our bread and butter. This is where we're gonna live, and then just not done anything with anyone else. Whereas now that we're in season mm-hmm. five. We've started, we're a lot more invested in, like, there's been a lot of character development out of everyone on the show, and because of that, we've gotten a lot more uh, involvement with everyone, so there's just a lot more to be done, and I'm a really big fan of all that stuff, and um, I I will say, though, like I said, not a huge, like, Family Guy guy. Family Guy guy. Like, I don't know that much about Family Guy, but I'm pretty sure the the dynamic between Brian, I'm not sure that the dynamic between Brian and Stewie is all that similar to the dynamic between Rick and Morty just because I don't really like I don't I don't think that they quite match that but I think I, I see what you mean though I see where like what you're talking about but moving on I did watch a few uh movies that I just want to talk about briefly so we can go ahead and get into what we're really going to be talking about today um watched Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard sequel to uh Hitman's Bodyguard back in 2017 really funny uh not good not like a good movie or anything like it's pretty bad actually but it's really enjoyable and Salma Hayek Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds all um make for some great stuff and Morgan Freeman's also in it too so 
they do a lot they do something really interesting with his character so it's it's a it's a fun watch by no means is it something that you need to rush out to the theaters to see but if you did see the first one definitely make your way to definitely check it out uh just because it's funny and if you enjoyed the first one you're likely to enjoy this one uh obviously you saw black widow we'll be talking about that later on uh watch the thing for the first time uh that it's a classic horror movie john carpenter uh from 82 uh, really enjoyable, really fun time. Uh, something that I would like to revisit just to get more out of it because I know that it's something that was going to be... It's one of those movies that's rewarding on the rewatch, so I'm really looking forward to that. So that's uh, that's definitely something that I'm uh, excited to do. And uh, last thing I'll shout out is Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, I started that show. Uh, it's an anime kind of, sort of, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think don't quote me on that. I clearly don't know what I'm talking about. Um, uh, it's like 26 episodes and there's a movie. I don't know much about it. All I know is that some it's, it's really well, it's, it's really well acclaimed. And, um, I've been hearing a lot about it, especially on letterbox and stuff. So I decided to get, finally give that a look. So, uh, that's that. Oh, and the NBA finals. That's always something that's something that I've been checking out. It's currently uh, t- tied 2-2, uh, best of seven. So really ramping up here, really exciting stuff. Uh, but now, let's go ahead and hop into it. We've spent enough time uh, dilly-dallying as it is. Uh, wow, 25 minutes pro- and did not talk about a damn thing. That's crazy. Oh, well, this is going to be a hefty one. I think, I think, I mean, honestly, I feel like y'all like those episodes? If you don't, we can definitely, like, trim them, like, make them shorter, but, I mean, I feel like y'all like hearing what we have to say, because, I mean, the downloads suggest that, but whatever. Uh, so, now going ahead and hopping into it, uh, let's go ahead and talk about Black Widow first. Um, so, you know, Black Widow, the movie, is supposed to come out last year, uh, and then, you know, the coronavirus decided to unleash a pandemic on us, and it shut down the world for a year, and in doing so, it kind of uh, sidelined a bunch of movies, and because of that, I think I've seen like 50 Black Widow trailers, um, like it, it was it was really fucking annoying every time I saw a new trailer for this fucking movie, um, so it really, re- three times, really excited, yeah, it did, really excited to finally see it, uh, finally fucking rid it i'm 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 rid of that damn trailer uh and all the iterations of it um but that's enough about that let's go ahead and hop into it uh directed by kate shortland uh written by eric pearson story by jack schaefer and ned benson uh some of you might recognize jack schaefer's name she was attached to wandavision uh if i'm not mistaken she was a showrunner on that uh, starring Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, Rachel Wise, David Harbour, and Ray Winstone. A synopsis that reads, Natasha Romanoff, also known as Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties, ties to her past arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. And it's got an 81% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes with a 92% audience score. Um, and a critics consensus that reads, let me go ahead and pull that up. Uh, I'm a bad host. Where is it? Ah, Black Widow's deeper themes are drowned out in all the action, but it remains a solidly entertaining standalone adventure that's rounded out by a stellar supporting cast. So, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, just, we'll do a brief spoiler talk just for like a couple minutes, give people, uh, who haven't seen the movie a chance to, um, 
hear our thoughts before we move on um, into Loki. So, uh, but go ahead and kick us off briefly. What were your spoiler-free thoughts on Black Widow, bro? Because I've, I've, I, when I first watched the movie, I was kind of at a loss of what my thoughts were. Uh, sat on it a few days. I we watched it uh, yesterday as a request or two days ago. And um, I think my issue with the movie is that, it, A, with the 50 trailers, like, it was just like, okay, you got something special coming out. Like, I just hope it's actually as special as you say it is. Um, this is the first movie we've seen the MCU in, uh, from the MCU in the movie theaters since 2019, um, which would have been, what, Far From Home? Yep. Far From Home was the last yeah, Far From MCU Home film. was the last MCU movie we saw. Um, that left us all. That left us with a ending, and then for this to come back, I just really felt like, and then and then the fact that the Black Widow movie was just is just years too late. Um, like we should have got this movie already, but, and then given that we're in the middle of a time where they're really about they're about to set up some really crazy shit in the MCU, uh, mainly about about what we're about what we're gonna talk about a little later. Um, I just felt like this movie just seemed like filler and it just uh, uh i wasn't really feeling that but in terms of the movie itself um i mean it's fine um action movie scarlett johansson did her thing uh love the love the supporting cast like they were 100 percent correct in the in the critic in the consensus talking about the stellar rounded out by the stellar uh supporting cast absolutely um i was, there's a line in the in the synopsis that i don't i don't know if i agree with say it says Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down. <laughs> they didn't pursue her; she pursued them, and then that's when they decided, like, yeah, we got to take you out. But I think I think um, they're referring to Taskmaster. Okay, but even still, like, he wasn't; she wasn't on his radar. Oh well, I guess until she got the, till Elena got involved. But whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. You know, the synops- synopsis yeah. aren't always the best. Yeah, that shit was boo boo. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, all in all, it's fine. Uh, like, I feel like it falls like middle of the barrel for me in terms of the greater MCU movies, uh, not greater MCU movies, but just the MCU movies as a whole. So yeah, you know, cool. We got our Black Widow movie box checked. Nice. Uh, I feel similarly, I will say, um, this, this movie does have a lot going against it just because it is the first one coming out of a pandemic. Um, dog, imagine, like, this was Endgame. Like, imagine Endgame. We'd had to wait a year to see Endgame. Not two, because, like, Infinity War comes out, then, like, Corona breaks out, and then we have... We don't get to see Endgame for an extra year. And this is this is what we... We go back to the theaters for the first time to see Endgame. Bro. Like, <laughs> that's the only movie I think that could have lived up to the expectations of having to spend a no, year in purgatory. I think, I think, I think you know, given, given of course, that that can't happen because the movies have already come out. I, I fully expected, like, if they had come out the gate with Spider-Man, fine. Okay, fine. mate. Yeah, I think, but I'm t- I think, Anything like, else would have been like, ah. Uh. <laughs> only, on, that's my point. Like, only something like an Avengers or like a spider-man and even then like only something like spider-man no way home level because like a spider-man like far from home that's not yeah gonna... that's what i was talking about the, the new spider-man yeah like spider-man no way home or like an end game 
level movie are the only two things that I think would have made people feel that we was it was worth the wait. Because even though that it wasn't necessarily like the movie or like the studio making us wait, like it's not like it was the right. deliberate choice to make us wait for a year. We still had to. And by virtue of that, it's just like, oh, it wasn't worth that wait. So with that being said, the movie does have some kind of, not necessarily, it, it does have uh, some stuff going against it, unfortunately, for it. But I still think it does its pretty fair job. Um, because just, yeah, I guess you just have to temper those expectations, like realize, okay, like nothing would have satisfied us at this point. Unless short of like an endgame or like a no way home, like something nuts those are the only two things that i see that could have really like made people feel like oh this is really worth it now with that being said i still don't think that the movie is um it's like i i'm, I'm not saying it's like top tier mcu stuff like it's definitely like towards the upper half like out of i think we're finally at 24 yeah i think this makes 24 movies if i'm not mistaken 24 yeah yeah this makes 24 so I'm saying this is in the upper half, in my personal opinion. I think it's like, or upper, so I'm saying this would probably for me be like between like the 15 to 12 range, maybe 16 to 12 range. Um, it's it's not it's not going lower than 16 for me. I haven't done an MC ranking in I don't know how long. And I know yeah, that like, I, 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 like, I, I don't even know where I would put it. But I know like just, actually ranking them. just thinking about everything that I really liked about it, I can see myself putting it like comfortably, like the middle of the pack, but high, closer to the top than the bottom uh, in my in my eyes. Uh, so that that's what I'm thinking as far as like the ranking is concerned. Uh, but as for as for everything else, I did really, uh, really enjoy it. I think it is in this weird space because you know like black widow should have come out years ago like this should have been like a phase two movie but with that being said i do think that we we do benefit from the fact Actually, that it's what i know exactly where this movie goes where i found my i found my i found my ranking oh okay it's uh it's 13 for me okay yeah see that's that's all, that's about where i'm going with it um but uh damn what was i saying uh uh wow i lost my train of thought thanks dude you asshole i know you didn't lose it i crashed it sorry yeah um um uh crap crap. oh yeah uh i don't think that like just because this was the first just because we got this when we did i think that i think this is a better version of what we would have gotten because if we'd gotten this movie in phase two i don't think that it would have been this good like i do think this would have been like a weaker phase uh i I think this would have this would have been a weaker movie uh probably would have been a weaker solo film um it would have definitely done it would have been well deserved because black widow is a character that's like deserving of a solo movie but so phase two she'd be that would have been because she was introduced in iron man 2 so that was phase one so like let's say we put this movie after avengers maybe let's say we put it in between like age of ultron and um guardians or something like that because Phase one, she pops up in Iron Man two. She doesn't show up again until Avengers. So then it wouldn't even be this story. It'd be like a like a just like an origin type. Yeah, type, no, it type would deal. be. I don't know. Like uh, I guess it'd be an origin just because like because I mean this takes place after Civil War. So yeah, could definitely couldn't. Yeah, given what the MCU like the style of solo film we were getting back then, this definitely would have this this. I'm almost certain this would have been like a solo movie in the direction that her character was like 
currently painted in at the time, yeah, probably it, wouldn't have been the best MCU movie. It definitely would have been. Yeah, so my point is, I think, yeah, this should have come earlier, but, like, the fact that it did come when it did, I'm just, like, happy because, like, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of positives that that ended up coming from it coming at this time. So that's that's a plus in my eyes. Um, so that that's where I'm at with it. Uh, I do think great... Uh, by far, this movie is, car- is carried by the characters. Um, Yelena Belova as uh, or uh, Florence Pugh Florence as Yelena Pugh. Belova is uh, a phenomenal addition to the MCU. I'm very excited to see her in the future. David Harbour as uh, Alexei Shostakov also great, and uh, uh, Rachel Weisz. I love Rachel you Weisz. Say that name. Huh? You just wanted to show if you could say that name correctly. Honestly, I don't even know if I said it properly, but I mean, if I did, I, I yay, I guess. Um, and then hey, Rachel Wise, <laughs> and Rachel Wise as um, uh, Melina Vostokov, she was also awesome. Like I loved the entirety of all those new people because those are all great actors, and their um, their characters are all really great. But Yelena was definitely my favorite. Like she was a standout. Um, and and in in a way, this kind of felt more. There's a lot of things that made this feel more like her movie than Black Widow's movie, which I'm not necessarily upset about because like I didn't need this to be a Black Widow film because I still think I got enough for it for me to feel like this was her movie. But I just think that uh, we've done a. They did a lot of work here to uh, introduce her and make sure that we know that she's going to be a maybe not a fixture but she's definitely going to be a big part of what we have in the future of the uh the mcu going forward so i think that's enough for spoilers though um oh i was gonna piggyback on that last thing you said or spoiler free uh i mean do you you want to just save it for just save it for spoilers we can save it yeah so uh let's go ahead i guess we can go ahead and hop into it um so i guess we can just give it a rating out of 10 um I'm going just uh, just off the bat. I'm going like three out of five, so that's like a six out of ten. Um, may, yeah, maybe maybe a three and a half out of five, so like a seven out of ten. Um, if I'm just thinking about a lot of the positives that I really enjoyed about it, because I do think the characters are great. I think it's actually really funny. Uh, Yelena Belova is hilarious. Uh, Alexi, he's also pretty funny uh melina she's not quite as funny but like that's not really like she she was funny enough and uh the dynamics just were really solid and a lot of the action set pieces were really cool there's one i'm thinking of in particular that is uh nuts but um outside of that nothing like to knock my socks off per se but it's still like some really solid stuff so yeah i think i'm going like between a six and a seven like a really like strong in that range probably like if i had to give it a letter um like a like a solid B maybe B minus. Mm. Yeah, I I I got I'm six out of ten is for me. Um, weighing the positives and the negatives of the movie, um, and some of the things I don't like about it, um, just conceptually, um, gives I give it a six out of ten, um, which would be a D by the American grading system, but <laughs> um, which is why I don't even. Point, which is why I totally out of five stars on Letterbox for me. Um, yeah, I don't even try to. Time. I don't even try to convert to the American grading system anymore because I realized that at that point there's. I mean, not, I don't, but I just that just was the thought that came in my head. I was like, oh, that's a D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> even for sure. Though, like, if I was to write a big red letter on this movie, it wouldn't be a D, but it is a six out of ten. But 
uh, yeah, so that, that's my score for it. All right, dope. Well, uh, that's that's it for our spoiler-free thoughts on Black Widow. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, go ahead and pause this episode. Go check it out. It's on Disney Plus for premiere access, so you'd have to pay, I think, probably 30 bucks to get to it. Or, you know, you can make your mm-hmm. way down to the theater and check it out there. Uh, I know we both saw it in theaters. Um, it was it was really exciting to see it again. Like, it was a, it was a great, even though it's not, like, what I would be excited to, it's not what I would put out in theaters to like lead off the mc like my first mcu movie back in theaters i wouldn't pick black widow but it was still really fun to see it because i got really yeah. like i just it was a fun time we had a thick theater like it was really and like uh, you said just just by virtue of like hey it's not like we make this choice you would have got this movie we'd be knee deep into the next phase you know had the pandemic not happen so exactly exactly you know, because so. you said that more like knocking it for like for that per se it's like look it's the nature of the beast. You had to do what you had to do. Exactly. So by virtue of that, uh, I still still enjoyable. Still a really fun time in theaters, though. So, um, but yeah, go ahead and stop this, or uh, and then, or you can uh, you know fast forward a little bit to our Loki review. I don't know where we. I don't know where in the episode that'll be, but it'll be coming. Um, but yeah. So now spoilers. Let's go ahead and hop into that. So, uh, I mean, personally, I don't have much to say, much else to say, honestly. I don't know if you have that much else to say. Uh, just talking about the big things, um, Taskmaster not being Tony Masters from the comics is a big departure from the comics, but I'm not, I'm not going to write it off immediately just because I think the MCU has done enough to earn our faith in that they can make changes and... For all we know, they'll end up turning that change into something that's really cool down the line. So, like, at this point, I'm just kind of like, that's not what I would expect it to happen, per se. But, I mean, we'll see. Like, I'm not I'm not going to write it off entirely yet. So, we'll, we'll see where we go from here as far as that's concerned. And, uh, yeah, and absolutely. I guess... Absolutely. Oh, go ahead. And I was just say, I think, and I guess we'll talk about... The last thing we'll do before we move on to Loki is talk about the post credit scene. So, uh, but I don't know right. if you have that much to say. I don't think. I mean, I feel like you don't. Just um, there's not really much else to like, say. Like, I'll, I'll follow. I'll follow the beats with you because I know you said you have some beats. We're gonna talk about the bigger stuff. But like, just talking about Taskmaster because you brought him up. Uh, I thought Taskmaster was cool. Um, like, I knew almost right after you know she blew his daughter up that like. It was gonna be that, yeah. That's kind of like that's kind of that was kind of like oh okay, got it. And then and then like my my issue with Taskmaster and then 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 again this could be something that's fixed if they ever go the was it Tony Tony Majors? I think it's Masters, but yeah, Masters. It's it's a different character in the comics entirely. Yeah, but if they go the comics character out, they ever bring him back? Like I I didn't like how you know she was more basically like a human robot where he just like loaded her up with like the styles and the fighting the fighting styles of the avengers and then she mimicked it that way because i isn't in the in the comics like you're more of a comic guy than i am but isn't it in the comics and like what i've seen on tv he he picks up these fights because he's been actually in the fights with the avengers yes that is how it goes that's typically how it goes but granted like because he's not or the the character of taskmaster in this movie 
wasn't like it, there's not really a it, it would have by far been cooler to see you know taskmaster go through a fight with captain america and then like then figure out how to fight like him as opposed to being uploaded with it but like we got to see a little bit of that when they ended up when taskmaster fought black widow i think so yeah. it's it is it's a it's a bit of a uh i don't know it's, it's again, a give and like, take thing so it's it's almost weird because it's like okay like Yes, you know how to fight like Black Widow, but and like you got you got this like more so in the first time they fought because of course he hadn't fought Black Widow yet. Mm-hmm. But then the second time he fought Black Widow, he used like Black Widow's moves to to fight Black Widow. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, well, like if you know how to fight like Cap, who's a brawler, like I would I would probably use some other some other style than the style of the person that I'm fighting. Because not only do you know how to beat them. By virtue, if they're good enough, they would know how to beat you because you're using their style. Yeah, but I think I think the idea is it's hard to because if, if, if I'm not mistaken, like I mean I'm not super familiar with uh, Taskmaster in the comics. Like I haven't seen that many fights with him. Um, but he's not re- like you know he's not really someone that you beat in hand to hand. Like you gotta re- Taskmaster is someone you beat uh, thinking outside the box. Like, I think if uh, in the most recent Spider-Man re- uh, run I was reading. Uh, he ended up fighting Taskmaster, and then he he had to beat him um, by doing some like creative shit. Like you can't, you're not gonna beat him in hand to hand shit. So I guess uh, I don't really know if that answers your question at all. Um, her, sir, her. Oh, yeah, yeah but uh, and just to just I did I will say uh, kind of as a counterpoint, I did really like the way that they used Taskmaster in this. It's kind of like oh shit, you're they used him. Or they used the character of Taskmaster the same way they used uh, Bucky as uh, the Winter Soldier in uh, mm. uh, uh, what's the fucking movie? The Winter Soldier. Like every Winter time Soldier. he shows up, it's like, oh fuck, you know shit's about to get real. Like, cause I mean, you're not finna beat him in a hand to hand, and he's like lethal, and it's it's just I like the way they uh, they kind of filled those similar functions. Absolutely. Um... So you said you were going keep going with the beats. Uh yeah, I mean honestly, I, th- stuff? I think that's uh the bit. I mean, because at this point, oh, I... go ahead. Sorry. No, no. What, what, what? Do you have something to say? The the we I remember us. We really liked the opening of the film. Uh, you felt like it kind of seemed like art house. Almost. Yeah, yeah. It it didn't uh, feel like an MCU. Movie. It was like the way that the movie starts. Like, wait, am I? This does not feel like a traditional traditional marvel movie and a lot of it didn't feel like a traditional marvel movie until like the end by the third act it's definitely like a marvel movie but like in the first and second act it kind of feels more like a spy movie than anything it's like oh shit like this is this is uh wow i didn't i didn't expect this to go that way so Hmm. uh uh but yeah as far as i don't know i don't really like that particular commentary on it because it's just like being somebody that is into a lot of spy movies, like, this is very different. And even, like, I even remember, like, when the movie was being marketed, like, they were like, oh, this is going to be, like, the MCU's consummate spy movie. And, like, I still, like, even with this movie coming out, I still gave that title to Winter Soldier. Like, that is a spy movie. That is a spy espionage, like, movie. Um, this kind of felt more, like, this felt like an MCU movie to me. But like in terms of just the beginning, like I mentioned, like that 
that definitely was different. I uh, really like the sequence um, where we, the first time we, not the first time, the second time we get to see Dracov on screen, where like he's selecting which girls he wants after they're like shipped to that like facility or whatever, mm-hmm. and just like the the camera movement, the really like shaking and sporadic feel, the coloring was just really good in that scene, um, and you can really tell like there was some like serious tension there when they split up Yelena and Natasha. That was really cool. Just a really, really good scene. And then the song in the background was just uh, amazing. I actually didn't like the song just because I, I like I like the Nirvana song. I didn't like the cover, but that's mm-hmm. neither not that's not that important. Um, it is that song is cool. I love that song by Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, let me see. So, uh, but honestly, what I was saying is like there's not really much as far. I personally, I'm a lot more. I'd much rather get into Loki. Um, because I, I mean there's not really mm-hmm. much else to talk about as far as this one and i think there's a lot more interesting stuff to talk about in loki and absolutely but yeah um, so yeah like, spoiler, all it, it was fine uh I, I think the only thing we can like just briefly we can mention um uh uh uh, uh fuck um what's the thing i was gonna say motherfucking uh oh yeah the post-credit scene with uh fontaine showing up um yeah allegra de fontaine yes her she showed up and gave basically has uh given yelena the mission of killing clint which is interesting like at this point i'm just like i don't really know excuse me i don't really know where we i I don't know i i I imagine that's gonna mean something it's gonna lead to something in the hawkeye show but I just really don't think it. I really hope it doesn't end up being, cause like if that's the route they're going, like we can all like even if you're a new MCU fan can all like guess how that's gonna end. He's not. She's not gonna kill him. He's not gonna kill her. Like <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna like eventually the dust will settle after nice ass fight, and she'll figure out like oh it wasn't Clint's fault. My bad. I was capped. Now we can be friends. Like yeah. And then it's just like it's like bro, the. You literally can get this answer from like anybody else, like that was that was there. But like, but but, but no, that's actually a really good point, or that opens up that opens the door for a really good point. Because put it like this, no, who knows? Who knows what happened? Because as far as everyone else is concerned, as far as everyone else is concerned, we sent Clint Natasha off to go get this stone. Clint comes back, Natasha doesn't. We don't know what happened. We know what he said happened, and that is fine. But it's also like, okay, how many people know about that? How did like how likely are you to believe that? Because in Elena's head, I'm sure I'm not gonna be inclined to believe that, especially if I have a reason to believe Fontaine over him. It's like I mean, because I mean, how like how what kind of bullshit does that sound like? We went to a planet. She sacrificed herself, and in order for me to get this stone, it's like I don't really know. Like I, I, I'll say, all I'm saying is, I think we're in a different. We're in a we're in a interesting interesting spot because like I do think it's gonna end up. It is something that gets resolved relatively quickly, but it, it's also kind of like, but like, what the fuck is the point of all this? Like I don't get, I don't I don't really know why we're what we're doing here. I, I all I'm saying is I'm just I just want to see what Fontaine has up her sleeve because she's already dealing with she's if if you've seen the Falcon and the Winter Soldier spoilers for that she's dealing with the U.S. agent and mm-hmm. so it's just kind of like but it, 
I, I just have questions. I have questions. Almost exactly I, the same way that like Nick Fury or more so Coulson was showing up at the end of all the MCU movies in Phase One. She does, know, but yeah, she does seem to be. Together, yeah. She does seem to be occupying that Nick Fury space. But absolutely, I, I I don't know. We're just I have questions, and my just my thing is I don't know when I'm going to be getting these answers. So right. that's a little annoying. Have, do you think that scene was added? The in credit scene. Because, I mean, uh, this movie was supposed to come out, like, what, when was the first release date for this film? Like, let me see. Last year, May. Real quick. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was last year, May. Original release date. June, July 9th, 2019. No. Nope. Wait, no, not 2019, really? No. Far From Home hadn't even no, come out at that point. Yeah, Far From Home came out. That's when Far From Home came out. Then mm-hmm. why did they get bro? I'm pretty sure it was May of 2020. Hmm. Let's just assume okay. it. Just so the, let's assume it was May 2020. For the sake of argument, it was May of 2020. Then, this was supposed to so be. Does this that was supposed mean, to be the thing that, that led off got, Phase Four? Right. So does that mean we would have we would have met we would we would have known who this character was? Yes. We'd have been yes. like, who the fuck? And then we would have met them in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, no. This would have been. Soldier? Yeah. Th- yeah. This would have been our first introduction to Fontaine, and then we would have okay. gotten an answer. We would have been like, oh, this is who this is in Winter Soldier. Like that's when, because oh, that's the timeline okay. of this. Like this was supposed to come out first, so that's why like the timeline doesn't quite add up as far as we learn who it is, and it almost kind of makes more sense. Like it kind of works the way it ended up coming out, but the yeah, way, it works on the back end. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that ended up working itself out, being a happy accident. But uh, it, it's just it is one of those things that's like, but I'm not really sure where. I don't know. I, I just have questions. Don't really know when we get answers. I would like to know who Fontaine is or more exactly what her motivation is, what her plan is. But um, she seems to be a very dubious character, someone that has a lot of fucking things going on in the background. Absolutely. But, but I think I think we can Loki. finally I'm move ready. on to Loki. Uh, so Loki season one, it is officially announced that we are getting a season two of loki um it was it was one of the shows that i was least excited for and ended up doing some of the things that i never expected it to do um but let's just go ahead and get into it so directed by kate heron created for television by michael waldron uh if i'm not mistaken he's uh closely tied with rick and morty which makes sense given uh kind of what they do in the show uh, starring Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, Gugu Mbatha-Ra, Sofia DiMartino, and Wenmi Mosaku, uh, with a spoilers, um, a special person shows up at the end of the in the finale, um, and just being completely candid, he makes a very strong case for being my favorite character in the entire show. Um, and then synopsis reads, In Marvel Studios' Loki, the mercurial villain Loki resumes his role as the god of mischief in a new series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Uh, has a 92% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and an 87% audience score um, with a critic consensus that reads... Uh, let's go ahead and pull that up. A delightful diversion from the MCU as we know it, Loki successfully sees star Tom Hiddleston leap from beloved villain to endearing anti-hero with a little help from Owen Wilson in a series that's as off-kilter, charming, and vaguely dangerous as the demigod himself. So, uh, let's go ahead and... How have you been feeling about the show up until this point? Because we spoke about it briefly in our episode where we were just catching up. Uh, I know that I brought up my... 
weird my my idea that it's a weird hang up that everyone has that like Loki and Sylvie are together and it's kind of or not even together um, just like have a crush on each other and it's, but that's that's about that's all we've really spoken about so what do you feel how did you feel about the show up until this finale it's interesting because all three shows uh all three of the Disney Plus MCU shows have have kind of like a, a stutter step it's like WandaVision started off amazing like and then uh Took, took an episode or two before Falcon Winter Soldier caught its feet, and then it took half the season before Loki really got on his feet. Because I maintain that, like, after after three, it just, it goes fucking bananas. That's when, like, Loki, like, gets in its fucking bag. But, um, no, nah, up, up to this point, like, I, I got way more, uh, way, way more excited about the show as, as things started to progress. Um, we, as we learned more, um, it was really cool. Uh, character started, started being a little better. Sylvie, Sylvie to a point got annoying. Um, and then Loki, Loki is warming up to me. Like I will say this show did its job. If, if one of the jobs was to kind of, you know, bring in some fans that still were having problems after 23 movies. Like I still, uh, Loki is starting to warm, warm up to, um, Although another thing like that I caught that, that that like flared my ears when I heard it, Loki's been an antihero for for a minute now. Like he hasn't probably since maybe Ragnarok. Like he's been a he's been an antihero for a minute. But whatever, that's a little nitpick there. But up to answer your question, up to this point, a lot more excited for the show as it as it progressed. Uh, I will say just to, as a brief answer to your comment about him being an antihero. One, this is the version of Loki that had been like point blank a villain because this is the one from right. uh, the first Avengers. So at that point, he he was full fledged a villain. But I will also argue that he was more villain than anti hero, just because I think just because the thing that always made him a villain in my eyes every time he made this every time he did something that like might have moved the needle in the other direction, he all he always ended up doing something that was like, oh, there you are, being a villain again. Um, which is one of the things that like I didn't really care. That's which is one of the reasons why I didn't really care about Loki that much. I was like, I don't really get why people love you so much because you're not that interesting. You do the same shit over and over. Um, or why people trust him. But we'll get into that because that pissed me off the whole show. Um, yeah. So, but uh, as far as as far as what I was thinking, I couldn't agree more about or if I at least if I understand what you were saying correctly about the MCU shows. Uh, Wandavision started. Excellent. Actually, no. Uh, I'm not sure if this is what you meant, but I'm just gonna say what I mean. Uh, WandaVision. My first first three episodes are probably my favorites, just because like they are the most uh, narratively unique, and they are trying the they're doing the most unique shit, and they're trying stuff. And then episode four is like, eh, to me. Then five, we get back into some. Episode four does some interesting things. And then at that point, from that point moment on, it's just like there's things that I'm liking in every episode, but as a whole, I'm just not. It's not as good as it was. And then the finale ended up just being like, this is not bad. It's just it felt like it was something that like really needed to be like tightened. And I think that's the show that might have uh, been the most negatively impacted by the pandemic, just because if I'm not mistaken, that's the one that they had to rush out. Uh, Cause like I think they were, yeah that one yeah that one went through a lot of a lot of shit because of the pandemic uh and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, I liked that through and through I think my least favorite episode was episode three but uh, after that point I loved everything else about it like I thought it was awesome 
uh, and it was the most interesting and most uh, politically and socially aware not the most politically socially aware but it was a lot more socially aware than i expected it to be and because of that i was a huge fan and then loki i loved the first two episodes because my person like one of the most and one of the best things about this show was what loki and mobius had to offer as far as like their dynamic together just because uh mobius is was a really strong foil for Loki as a character. Uh, they had a lot of interesting uh, character dynamics and a lot of the conversations in the first two uh, episodes where they were just kind of questioning each other and like having thoughts, having uh, conversations about, you know, what does belief mean? Where do we come from? Uh, all that kinds of stuff. But that was like, I was eating that shit up. And then episode three comes and I'm not, I didn't dislike it, but it was my least favorite only because um sylvie wasn't my favorite because i didn't really know why i was supposed to i don't think the show did a great job of making me care about her and she because like the 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 premise for her is like she's supposed to be you know a um a version of uh, uh of loki but she never quite feels that way to me like there's never really a moment where i'm like oh i get like you are another version of loki she just kind of feels like like another character like sylvie she just, she might as well not even be attached to loki at all and mm. uh so that's why like seeing them seeing the show depart from that mobius loki dynamic was very disappointing just because it's like ah man like i that was my favorite part of the show and now it's kind of like eh. then episode four uh that was the one where they are uh, yeah please do because episode three they're on lamentus yeah so in episode four loki and sylvie um are rescued from lamentus and brought back to the tva um yeah yeah okay thank you yep and then episode yeah. four they ended up like that's when they go to the actual uh timekeeper's room they decapitate mm. this is my robot. favorite episode by the way yeah uh, there's a lot of there's a lot to like about that like episode four is a really strong one and then episode five we end up going to the void and we end up hanging out with all the different Lokis, which was a really fun episode. And then, um, mm. but to that point, I was just really excited to finally see who was behind the chair, um, just because it's like yeah. there was there was so many there was so much speculation going on. A lot of people were like saying, "Oh, it's um, another Loki," which was something that I didn't really like. I, I wouldn't have liked it if it was another Loki. Uh, I think one of the most bizarre theories that I heard was that it was like a version of Thor. That would have been pretty funny, or not funny. That would have been pretty that cool. Been cool um but and i a lot of people were like no it's not going to be kang because we don't want to um because like we're not they're like they're not going to introduce a brand new character like kang in a show i'm like i'm not sure why you're so confident but in the that. mcu is not treating these shows like shows they're they're extensions of the mcu like, which is yes yeah they will. <laughs> and so and it's just like i i hate when people they literally are, introduce I, two avengers <laughs> I hate I hate when they're when people are like um, when people have a certain level of of certainty about something that like you really shouldn't be certain about like you have no there's no reason for you to be so confident that this thing is will or will not happen so like I don't know why you are that way but whatever um, I, I don't know if I said this at the top spoilers for Loki so if you haven't seen it to this point um, please stop and go watch the show and then come back um, but anyway 
So I was really excited to finally see what the hell we were going to do, who it was, um, just because I was I was just really pumped. I was really, really looking forward to finally seeing like who was behind it all. So that that's how I was feeling. Then episode so episode six comes out and um, uh, for all time, always. And it was I think that's the I think it's the name of the episode. Um, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. And it is. It's got one of my favorite, like, it's really, but it's really soon to say this. Like, I can't say this, like, with any level of, like, certainty or, like, meaning behind it. But it's, like, Kang is, Kang seems to me like he's going to be one of my favorite villains in the MCU just because Jonathan Majors really was, like, like, I've only seen Jonathan Majors in one other thing. And I never would have expected him to be capable of doing what he did in this, but like he he really like moved it for me. Like I don't know what it was, but there was just like a certain level of the of of the way he played Kang, which was so fun to me. But it's also kind of concerning, quote unquote concerning, just because it's like this is a variant of Kang. So like what right. does that this mean? Not, this may not be the Kang we see. Exactly. So like that means that like I might not even like Kang that much. Like I'm I mean I might which just be like, a major disservice to 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 them if they decide to to seriously seriously alter Kang. But then again, Kang's introduction in the movies will be in Ant Man, which like we've talked about, will be is is always been more of a, a comical thing. So this version of Kang that we met in Loki, he's would pretty be funny. Perfect in yeah, so like that's yeah, a that's he'd a pretty be perfect in Ant Man. That's a pretty solid. But like I I wouldn't be upset if this version ended up showing up in Ant Man three. But yeah, but your thoughts on it in terms of like you've seen Jonathan Major and other stuff before and then not expecting him to do what he did here. I'm kind of like the reverse. I didn't expect the MCU to let him like because I've seen him in some other things. I didn't expect the MCU to let him fly the way he did. Like, what else did you see him in? Because I've only seen him and I'm not even he's in the five bloods, isn't he? He's in the five bloods. And then I've seen the pilot of Lovecraft Country. Okay, I haven't seen anything of Lovecraft Country yet. I know, I know that like it's a good show. I just haven't seen it yet, and I but like I know fourteen Emmy nominations, baby. Oh yeah. Oh man, we were supposed to talk about the Emmys today. Not really much else to talk about, but whatever. We can talk about that another time, I guess. Um, Yeah. Uh. 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 But yeah. So like, I was not like I. I just was like I don't remember him wowing me in in the Five Bloods. I was like, I mean, he'll be fine. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure he'll do great. But it's just like it was. They're only the only other actors that are villains that have like made me like I was glued to my screen the entire time he was talking. The only other villains that have done that were Thanos and Killmonger. So it's just it was yeah. just such a it was such a shock to me. I was like, wait, am I did I just find another great villain that I like? And like what the fuck? Like that was it was a really it was a real I mean, bizarre Netflix show thing. villains are fine too, but that's like Yeah, but I'm not even talking like I'm talking yeah. about canon at this point. Because Netflix yeah. ain't even... Yeah. Like, if you ask him a Feige, I'm almost certain that man gonna say, nah, that shit ain't canon. I ain't do that. That shit not canon at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... And then, uh... Other major things that happen in this episode. Mobius confronts Ravana, uh, played by Gugu Mbathara. That was a dynamic that I was not necessarily... That was probably my favorite in the show. I didn't necessarily not care for it. It's just, like, I... Like I was saying, like... To that point, Loki and Mobius had been my favorite character mm-hmm. dynamic. And then adding Jonathan Majors as Kang, I was like... And it's also very... Uh, I love the way that they never necessarily dropped the name Kang. 
They do everything yeah. but say Kang. I'm like, oh, you fucking. They do. They do a little bit. They do they, a little bit. They say there's, the conqueror in, in the Easter egg in five. In episode one of the Easter eggs in five, mm-hmm. there's a building that looks like the Avengers Tower, but it yeah. says Kang, Kang. Enterprises. Yeah, Kang yeah, yeah. So like, there's yeah. there's enough there to be like, okay, that's definitely Kang, especially because like Jonathan Majors was cast as Kang like months ago. But it's yeah. like, wow, yeah. like y'all are really. Y'all are playing it close to the chest, and I really like. I can respect that. I can respect what in you're that doing line, here. I go by many names. Uh, you remain the conqueror. I was like, ah! I was like, oh, this is the conqueror. That man's the conqueror. That's King. That's King. <laughs> I was like Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in uh, in Hollywood. Where you sitting yeah, in the chair? Exactly. Exactly. Roll credits. Yeah. Exactly. Basically. But nah. Um. Yeah, Ravana and uh, Mobius have a brief conversation. Uh, he calls her out. She's very upset. She actually makes a pretty good point. I mean, I definitely don't. I th- I definitely think she's like Cap, but like she had a good point. Yeah, yeah, like, no, no, she's no, still you betra- Cap. But <laughs> you betrayed me. Like we were doing this for longer than they were. So like by by virtue of that, like you betrayed me. I didn't betray you. Blah blah blah. Um, she's still wrong in my eyes, but she was, was like, like acting in that scene too. Yeah, she was. She was really doing a, a great job. Um. And it was just like, damn, like that's a lot of stuff going on. And then Mobius makes a really whack attempt to to prune her. Like I was like, wow, do you? Molly not have pointed any... that out to me yesterday. <laughs> I, I was like, like, do you not have I any moves? Like, oh. like, I think she did it with one hand too, like one arm. Yeah. She's like, hey, yeah, no. <laughs> like it was either like Ravana is either really nice, like really good at fighting, or like you suck. Like what the hell is that with that? <laughs> like you didn't even. That was a terrible yeah. attempt to like prune her. What the fuck? Um, but yeah, so that's that's what that was. Um, and then what else happened? Uh, but, oh, yeah. Okay, so the, the, in that same scene, like right before that, or mm-hmm. during that scene, B-15 goes to like where Ravana's actual life w- was, like when she in Redmond, Fremont, uh, Ohio as a principal at a school. Yeah, b And like yeah, to, yeah. To, let, to let the other hunter know that like, hey, like, this is, this this is a variant. Cap or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like they like similar signs and things were shown to B15 before Sylvie enchanted her and like showed her like what was up like enough evidence was presented to her to for her to to get to the same place but that didn't move her and then you know she shows it like and then we don't know if the hunter actually like you know fall, fall, fell in line behind B15 and like oh you're right this shit this TVA shit's capped like it was kind of open ended in that way mm-hmm. whether or not it was even whether or not that was even believed but yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I just no. scratched that because we don't know how she felt. We don't know how that how that hunter reacted. Yeah, no, I will say though, I like I'm right there with you. That scene to me felt more like a uh it almost felt more like it was for us than it was the actual person. Cause it's like when you take a second mm. to like remove that scene and like take any moment to dissect it, it's like, okay. So assuming like let's assume that like that's all it, it took for us to really believe, like, oh shit, like the TVA is capped, like we're all variants. If, if all it takes is for us to go see Renslayer, Judge Renslayer in like on Earth, so does, does that mean that you again, have that to go there? But that so be, then we have to go to. Does that mean that we have to go show everyone individually? Because there's a lot of people. First of all, second of, and then it's like so. So you show one of them, and then he goes and spreads the word. It's like, but I don't know if like why would they believe two of you? Like, and it, it's just one of those things. It's like this is not this. This seems like it's more for us as an audience than it is for mm. than it, than it actual makes story. Then it makes story sense. Like if that if I I feel like I stumbled over my words there, but I hope my my point is my point is that did not seem like a scene that was really 
uh, all that well constructed for what we were doing in this show. Um, but uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, 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 oh yeah, a uh, couple more things. Loki and um, Sylvie have a moment because um, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, Kang or, or he he who remains. Love that name, by the way. Um, he who remains um, uh, gives them the choice to you know either uh, kill him and basically restart the multiversal war or um you know take over the tva and uh loki being the pragmatic one who is not really gung-ho about anything at this point just because like that's the way he's grown over these past few episodes he was uh a lot more interested in thinking about the options whereas sylvie was very much thinking with her head Uh, Or with her heart, like, you know what? He took my life away all those years ago, and I, fuck that. I don't want to, he deserves, I want to kill him. Like, I don't, to hell with any of the consequences, I want him to die. Uh, So, after that happens, they end up getting into an argument, and then a little fight, which was pretty, pretty intense. And then, um, there's a, they share a exchange about, like, how um she's she's she accuses him of only wanting the throne he's like offended by that he's like oh did you really think that's all i wanted blah 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 it's really really yes, uh, because you're loki <laughs> it's it's a really really uh moving stuff i think that's some of my favorite stuff with loki and sylvie because i don't really i i'm not like i don't care about them as a couple like whatever like i don't there's not enough here for me to like really be interested in y'all to get uh, invested in y'all i should say um as a as a duo um so but with with that said uh there's i i really like what that means what that conversation uh uh, kind of implied just because it was a moment of like oh shit like yeah like that makes sense like we're getting to an actual breakdown of like the differences between you two and like why you are the way you are etc and it was just it was some of the best stuff that i'd seen that they'd done i think as a character um as as far as those two and what their dynamics meant then they end up fighting they share a kiss she sends him away she kills kang blah blah blah. um so uh, i will say that scene, she she annoyed me the entire like most of that scene, um, cause like Kang would like lay out exactly what was going on. Loki's listening, and then she would just go, "Yeah, you're a liar." Like Nick, yeah, what? it it was very it like was she had very that like, she had that done that like three times. It it was very like I mean why do you why are you so convinced that he's lying if he's given you enough reason to believe he's not? But at the same time, I'm not gonna like I definitely was like in that boat like i was definitely like annoyed with her but i was also like hey maybe there is like some sort of i get like being frustrated i guess and not being interested in trying to hear reason um so yeah i don't know it was it was a really weird place to be in i guess uh i told a friend of mine the kiss between loki and sylvie i think falls into the same category of (laughs) I already know Ray, what you're gonna say. Rayla, I knew it. I knew you were going right there. That's that's, that's, that's the MCU's Rayla. I was like, Rayla. and I don't, I don't, <laughs> I won't go that far. But it was definitely like, I don't know that. I, I don't know. Like, I really feel like that relationship was hit or miss. Like, I think there was some people who were like all for it, and then some people who were like, I don't know. And now, granted, I wasn't someone who was like, I was like, eh, I don't know. But at no point, I just want to make sure that I differentiate this. At no point was I like, I don't know, because I thought it was weird. Like, I still don't think it's weird for, like, uh, 
um, two different uh, variants to be together. Like, because whatever. Like, that doesn't... I don't know. I, that just still doesn't mean anything to me. Maybe... I think the extent of it would be, like, maybe don't have kids just because, like, that might probably have an, be an issue. But outside of that, it's like, I don't really... Because, like, the, I just hated how people were likening it to incest. It's like, that's not incest. Like, that's just not how incest no. works. Like, incest is when you are, you know, with a sibling or, like, a family member or something like that. And I guess, like, you might have the same DNA, but it's also kind of like you're... I don't know. Now that I'm talking it out loud, but, maybe but I more, see it. But more than, more than any other episode, this episode, on numerous occasions, had throwaway lines about the fact that both Sylvie and Loki are Lokis. Like, there's yeah, no difference exactly. in, that, in that sense that they are variants of the same person. So yeah. and then and then for them to to cap it, cap all that off with a kiss, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, fair, <laughs> fair right. enough, fair enough, fair, fair. Like now that I'm talking, I think I just hit my mic. Now that I'm talking about it out loud, like I'm starting to see it a little bit differently. But it's also like I don't know, cause I I don't know, man. Like it, it's this is one of those things. Like I don't think it's I don't know. Whatever. That's not a that's not a rabbit hole. I'm I'm trying to go down right now. Um, and I think the last thing that we'll talk about that I'll just mention in the from the episode, um, Sylvie kills Loki. Or sorry, whoa, definitely does not do that. She kills Kang, and then uh, Loki's end up backing back in the TVA. He gets sent home, or not sent home. He like you know comes to his senses. He gets up to go fight. Or just go alert Mobius and B-15. Like, hey, we got to... Like, she just killed Kang. Like, shit's about to go down. And uh, at the moment we see uh, Sylvie kill Kang, we get a cutaway to uh, the shot of, like, the end of time and, like, the branches and stuff. And then Loki goes and talks to uh, B-15 and Mobius. And they, in that conversation, they're like... Um, I think B-15 says, does he really expect us to handle all that? Which kind of implies like, oh shit, like what's going? Like there's something's a little different here. And then Loki tries to talk to them. They don't recognize him. Uh, Mobius asks him, "Is he an analyst?" And then the scene, the scene ends. The show ends on the shot of uh, Jonathan Majors, uh, he who remains, the statue in place of the TVA uh, or not the TVA, the Timekeepers. Um, personally, I thought it was gonna be Sylvie. I thought it'd been way cooler if it was Sylvie, just because I thought I'd been like, what the fuck? Like that is that is nuts. Yeah. But it was uh, Kang, so whatever. Um, but yeah, Kang, so that's the the variant probably killed Sylvie. That's what I would expect. But it's just like I would have, I would think it would have been like, as far as like cliffhangers go, like jaw droppers. Sylvie being there would have one hundred percent made me like whoa, way more than like seeing Kang there because like Kang is like okay, like that's accept, that's basically expected. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 what that's like. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how the show ends. That's how the season ends. And then there's no post credit scene, if I'm not mistaken. There's just a we just get a shot of a little stamp that says Loki will return in season two. If I'm not mistaken, I think I saw a report about that coming out in uh, January of 2023. So got about little about a year and a half until that comes out. Um, so which is so and to that that still predates that still predates Ant Man. Does it? January, I think Ant Man has come out till February. Let me see. Of of twenty twenty three, because I don't I don't know when Ant Man comes out, so I'm just that was a genuine question. Yeah, February 20, February seventeenth of twenty twenty three. Mhm. Damn. Okay. Wow. I. Fuck. Okay. Um. The 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 biggest thing I have to say about this show is just I just have questions. Like, what the fuck? Like, where? What? What? What do we? What? What's going on? Like, what do we? What does this mean? Because like. 
Kang talking about a multiversal war. There's like, there's just a whole bunch of shit going on. If that's not an Avengers movie, I, I don't know. I tweeted that today. I just wanted to get that out there in the airwaves. I was like, look, I'm not going to get bit up like Endgame did me. Uh, no, multiversal war, that's going to be a movie. It Tell has me. to be. Like, it has to be. Unless, it's I mean, be the but, next Affinity War. But I mean, I get, who knows? Maybe. I mean, maybe they'll maybe they'll want to handle that in a different in a in a maybe that'll get handled in like a show or something. I don't know. Like I just have so many they fucking do what questions. They want. But as we close, there's two more things I want to mitch I want to talk to you about real quick, real brief. First thing, um, I, I'm enjoying what the MCU is doing in terms of their of their multiverse. Um, I always was skeptical in the fact that, of course, as a DC fan, DC's they've been they've been doing their multiverse thing, and I think they're about to go crazy with Flash. And I always praise them for their multiverse, their use of the multiverse, because they actually have one. Like, their their multiverse, they're using all their their films to, like, really this multiverse and all their universes and stuff to create their, their universes. Where I like the MCU, they're, like, building it from the, from the ground up. Mm-hmm. You know, the variants and the quantum realm. Like, they're building their own multiverse in the universe that they already have, which I think is kind of cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I praise them for that. And if you want to comment, if you want to comment, you can, or I can go on to the next thing. Oh uh, no, nah, go ahead. No, no thoughts. All right, cool. No notes. And then, so last thing, moving out of Loki, um, just real briefly, that man Deadpool is now in the MCU. Any thoughts yes. on that? Yes, yes. No thoughts. Just very excited, just because. Yeah. It's it's like damn, he's finally there. He's hanging out with Korg. And of all characters, of anyone that I'd want to see him hang out with, everyone's impulse is to say Spider-Man just because, like, Deadpool and Spider-Man have a really, like, rich right. relation, uh, history in the comics and stuff like that. But um, I'd much rather see Korg in him just because I feel like Taika and Ryan Reynolds, like, fucking match up uh, incredibly well comedically. Uh, mm. So that, that's where my head is at, personally. Um, or him and Mysterio. Because him, Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds are like best friends in real life. That'd have been funny. Yeah, but Jake Gyllenhaal also, at least in the in the in the movies, Ray Mysterio. Not Ray Mysterio. Nigga. Oh my gosh, Ray Mysterio. But you got a name. You got an episode, Ray Mysterio. That's tight, Ray Mysterio. Oh man, um, Mysterio is not—he's uh, not a funny guy. So I wouldn't want to see him in Deadpool uh, chopping it up. Like Korg and Deadpool really got a nice, nice dynamic going. Wow, I can't believe I just. Bro, you know what would have been the best way to bring Deadpool to the MCU and cap off the Fox films? How's that, bro? Deadpool versus the X Men, and he just kills all the X Men. Yo, and then he, and like, then he makes kills, the move so like, to the MCU. So then, like, yeah, like he, like that's his, like, uh, he like murders that's the X Men universe, and where the, yeah. the Fox universe, the Fox Marvel universe, like he he destroys everything in that universe. Then he like kills somehow everyone. destroys that universe, and then like hops over to this one. That would have been yes, fucking that hilarious. Been so fine. That would have been yeah, awesome. That's all I have to say. Uh, well, yeah, that sounds good. Um, Marvel, if y'all make it happen. I, I need to check like immediately. <laughs> Um, let me see. Uh, as far as actual review of like the co- the quality of Loki, uh, things I would like to sh- say. I really like the way it was shot. I thought it was shot really well. Um, uh, I liked a lot of the composition and the co- the cinematography just as a whole. And the score was uh, phenomenal. Really, really enjoyed it. Some of my favorite stuff the MCU's put out as far as uh, the scores scores are concerned. Um, 
similar to the other shows, it's got like narrative stuff that's like I don't know that like this could have like I really feel like they could have benefited from like an extra two episodes. The same way Falcon and Winter Soldier could have. Um, like I, I really feel like we could have spent some more time with Sylvie, maybe worked out some of the stuff of like the magic behind her enchantment because it's like at that point because in episode five when it's like i'm gonna enchant Elias, it's like but how like i don't really i, I would have liked to have known a little bit more about her and how that works i guess um but yeah that's 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 that is that i guess and then also just i, I just think these shows are just good it's just like there's like some stuff i'm like i see it's like i can some i was listening to a podcast um and they were shouting there was they put it I can see the 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 outline of a better show in this in this show, so it's like I really like it. But I can see I can I see how it could have been a lot better. So that's that's how that's how I'm feeling as far as this is this is concerned. Um, Jonathan Majors alone is why I'm a big fan. Uh, I think the, the finale is my favorite episode just because like him alone, like he carried this one for me. And I love him and I love the way Loki plays or Tom Hiddleston plays off of him and just love all of that stuff. Really good stuff. Really excited for season two. Um, don't know what the fuck we're going to do now. I know we didn't really get into questions like that. If y'all want, maybe we can do an episode where we just kind of only theorize about the MCU. That's not really what we do on. That's not, I mean, fuck it. We haven't done that yet, but like, this is still, this, this pod, this fucking channel, I guess is like barely a year old. So not even a year old. So we still there's if y'all want it we can make it happen as far as like a, a episode just theorizing based off of what we know actually now that i talk about it now that i spit that out i actually really like that idea just taking some time and just like throwing around some ideas of what the fucking happened and where we go from here but um i hope you all enjoyed it uh we talked uh this is a longer one but i mean i we filled it up the entire time i think just with content like just not even content but just like conversation of just like you know what what we thought about black widow loki where we go from here um just a lot a lot of fun stuff really enjoyed it uh you have anything uh, to say before we before we wrap it up wrap it up dude i do not awesome awesome well uh you know y'all can find the show everywhere you get uh podcast brackets underscore b- or brackets and b-rolls uh you can uh please tweet at us if you have anything that you'd want to say uh or you know share the show with your friends if you have anybody if you know anyone who would be interested um you can find the show on instagram at brackets underscore b-rolls uh where can i find you at quattro you can catch me on instagram at quattro i the period 